Uh, time now to change tact a little bit. We're going to have a chat to uh, Tom Riley because he is the boss of Oshorse here in Australia, which is Australia's major marketing arm, and uh, they have put out their investors' guide for 2024, which is what we do to sell Australian racing to the world. And Tom joins us. Morning, Tom. Good morning, Michael. How are you? I'm very well. Um, just reading through some of the headline figures in this um, Oshorse Investors Guide, uh, we, we almost take for granted um, the amount of races that we have and the prize money that's on offer. But when you break it down into the stats that you guys have, it is quite phenomenal that in Australia, there is a million-dollar race every three point eight days on average uh, which is just staggering yeah yeah no it's, it's it's incredible so we've um this is the sixth year that we've done the guide um it really started as a way to to, to sort of package up australian racing uh and explain it and sell it to to investors overseas but um it's really become something now that uh, you know, the feedback we get from trainers, from syndicators, is that it's a really important tool uh, domestically as well. Um, so, um, so yeah, we've done a lot of work to kind of pull various statistics together, crunch the numbers, and then sort of put it together in, a, in, in one document. Uh, and it's good to do that. It just... Just, um, I've got a note, there's a few SMSs coming through that there's a bit of an issue with uh, RSC927's radio coverage this morning, and I've just had it confirmed that um, there is an issue with the 927am signal this morning. Um, our technicians are working on it to get it back as soon as possible. The problem stems from Broadcast Australia's attempt to do a generator test, and it has caused RSN to go off air, ABC News Radio to go off air and also Vision Australia. So the digital service has not been impacted uh, and fingers crossed we'll be able to get the um, AM signal, 927 AM signal up and running as quick as possible. Apologies for any inconvenience. Um, you can obviously uh, listen via the app if you've got anyone that you know who's wondering what's happened to RSN. Flick them a text and tell them to tune on uh, or tune in on the app. Uh, what are some of the other major stats that really, when you were putting together this with your team, took you um, by uh, surprise compared to what we see in other racing jurisdictions, Tom? Well, one thing I think that always stands out uh, every year for international buyers when they look at this is the percentage of Group 1 winners that are sold in Australia. So uh, two-thirds of... Uh, group one Australian bred Group One winners are sold uh, at auction before they race, uh, and you know sometimes in Europe that figure might be in the low 40s uh, percent. So uh, Australian breeding industry, yes, there's a, the the Godolphins that that don't sell, um, but most of the other big breeders are commercial uh, vendors. Um, so there's an opportunity to buy. There's a greater opportunity to buy good horses here than in mm. other parts of the world. Um, and I also think the average race value. Uh, creeping over $50,000 um, this year is something that's really significant. So we've seen, you know, we've seen this sort of explosion in million-dollar races. So there's $95 million races next year, and that's up from just, uh, I think it was uh, 21 uh, $21 million races 10 years ago. So, you know, uh, uh, as I say, huge increase at that top end. But we've also seen prize money across the board in the last five years go up 45%. 
Um, so, uh, and that's marked in that average race value as well. So I think significant, you know, because, you know, anyone that's owned a, a horse, uh, had a share in a horse knows how hard it is to get, you know, to win one of those million dollar races or to win a group one race, you know, almost, uh, really difficult, but, um, you know, in Australian racing now, you look across the cards, uh, there's significant prize money, not just at Metro race meetings, but also, uh, provincial and country race meetings too. Yeah, that 45% increase in prize money over the last five years, in comparison to France and UK, they increased by 6%. So uh, it shows the staggering increase in prize money we've had. And one in every 63 horses now racing in Australia is earning over half a million dollars, which um, wasn't so long ago that you'd shake your head at that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's incredible um, uh, that figure, uh, and uh, I, and you know I think that's going to you know that number is going to come down um, as as prize money keeps rising. Um, that figure will come down uh, in years to come as well. So um, so you know as I say, really hard to get a horse that's uh, that can win one of those million dollar races. But there's a lot of horses now. Uh, that are accumulating a lot of prize money over their careers. Um, you are basically the conduit to the racing industry and federal government and other uh, lobbyist groups. Where you sit at the moment, Tom, what's the, the major issue for um, the racing industry? Is it is it trying to get um, more workers in? Um, the visa issue, and we see the recent announcements that there's going to be a bit more of a, a crackdown on immigration as well. Is that going to further impact racing? Yeah, so there's always, there's always uh, I guess, a number of challenges uh, or issues that have to be dealt with by the sort of broad racing breeding industries. Um, you know, with federal government, you mentioned visas. Um, you know, we're picking through the government's announcement yesterday. We've had engagement um, with them in the lead up to that, just talking about what, what our industry needs. Um, uh, and that's going to be something that kind of, you know, is going to take up a fair amount of time, I would think, in 2024. Gambling review is uh, something that um, uh, is, is, is also something that I've given a lot of time to in the last six months. So I'm sure a lot of your listeners are aware that there was a report called You Win Some, You Lose More uh, that was tabled in Parliament in late June, uh, over 30 recommendations, a lot of which made good sense. Um, but there were a couple in there that have, have a real uh, potential to, to undermine revenues into racing. And, you know, with racing, 95% of all prize money comes from wagering turnover. So, um, so you know, I've been down to Canberra a number of times, really just speaking about what the impacts of some of those recommendations could be if they were put into place and how that would flow. You know, for a lot of people in Canberra, they might see these wagering reforms as a way to crack down on, you know, corporate bookmakers. Um, and I don't think it's... And it's a great surprise to anyone to say that the corporate bookmakers probably aren't the most popular people uh, in federal parliament. Um, so, so really just to change that narrative to say, look, that, you know, that might be your aim, but this will be the flow through. This will be the impacts that, that happen to industry. And it's not just racing. It's also the breeding industry, which is, you know, in every state... 
uh, around the country uh, and supporting jobs in rural areas. So just to, just to really encourage them to, just to think about what the consequences would be uh, and make sure there's good policy there so that it's actually addressing the issues around problem gambling and not just, uh, you know, not, not taking over uh, overzealous approach that would really gauge the industry. And when is the um, the expected, I suppose, handing down of those recommendations? And and do you think that um, all of them will be accepted, or, or will racing um, be able to, um, I suppose, navigate its way through to have um, the major ones that could impact the sport not um, become legislated? Well, uh, so so the key ones, I, I suppose, for racing, just for your listeners. Uh, the, the report talked about an advertising ban uh, on, on gambling. Now, in the report, there was a, a sort of um, uh, one line that said that racing should have an exemption or racing broadcasting should have an exemption, but it wasn't terribly clear kind of what that meant. So one of the arguments, when you, or one of the key things to emphasise to, to, to politicians was that you know this exemption for racing needs to be really significant? It needs to cover, you know, Channel Seven uh, coverage. It needs to cover, you know, the Melbourne Cup coverage. It also needs to cover, you know, shows like yours, um, as well as you know, sponsorship at race courses, etc. So it needs to needs to be much broader than I think that, that they wrote into that report. Uh, and the second element to it was around. Uh, generosities or inducements and a, a call for a total ban of those um, and of course when those inducements or generosities are taking up whether it's a, a bonus bet um, uh, when that happens you know there's a, a, a product fee which is paid to racing uh, and also point of consumption tax which flows back into racing as well so there was a, a potential there for, for, for over 300 million dollars of revenue mm. to be stripped out of the thoroughbred industry so those are the key areas I think the government are listening to those concerns. Um, I don't have a, a definitive date on when a policy will be announced, but uh, it's actually encouraging that um, Minister Rowland, Michelle Rowland, who's Communications Minister, uh, you know, my dealings uh, with the department and, and with her office is that they're taking their time, they're actually wanting to consult, wanting to understand the issues uh, before announcing any policy, and I think that's, you know... That's that 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 gives me some some degree of comfort that they're doing the the hard work that needs to be done to to get a good policy. Tom, appreciate all your time, and we'll touch base early next year, especially get an update with that uh, as well. Okay, thanks, Michael, so much. Cheers. Um, so there's a lot going on. Uh, Tom Riley, the CEO of Ozhorse, and that is very important. Uh, those negotiations, those discussions with the federal government, reap that wagering bill um, which is before parliament at the moment.